Welcome to Foster Carolinas, connecting the Carolinas to voices of foster care. Hello, beautiful listeners. How are we doing today? We're doing good. It's Madison. I'm back again because I'm back, 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 back again. It's good to see you guys, or I guess not really. Anyway, today, Susanna isn't here. She's about to go on a cute little vacay, and so... She has left the announcements to myself, Madison, and my bestie girl, Miss Abby Robertson. Hello. Abby is the coolest volunteer coordinator you ever did see in the whole world. Oh, sweet. Abby, tell us about yourself. (laughs) Um, So I'm actually from Rutherford County, North Carolina. Mm -hmm. Volunteered with Lisa Dees for two years. Before I so lovely, it's lovely that I got a job here. Mm-hmm. Love it, love it, love this place. Um, so yeah, I'm just I'm just chilling, right? Volunteer coordinating, mm-hmm. executive assisting. Mm-hmm. I love it. <laughs> it's a it's the blast. She it works is. so hard. She's so good at her job. Oh. You rock. Thank you, Abby. You rock. Do we have any announcements today? We have quite a few. So it is news. News alert time. That's what Susanna says. News alert. News I'm alert. usually behind <laughs> all of the microphones. Um, okay, so be the difference to yourselves. What Madison? When did they go live? Today. Nuh-uh. They went live today oh at 9 a.m. Oh, crazy. I love it. Crazy. That's crazy. so awesome. Now, um, are we gonna do anything special for our Foster Carolina's podcast listeners? It's so funny that you say that. Mm. Because if you are if you are a listener of our podcast. You can get 10% off your ticket to be the difference. Oh my gosh. With code Foster Carolinas 10. So I love that. Right? Yeah. If you go to buy a ticket, which, how do you buy a ticket? I'll tell you. Oh, good. You either go to our website, lotcarolinas.com. You'll see a big old picture of Mac Powell that says be the difference. Just click on it and you'll be able to buy a ticket. Again, if you put in code Foster Carolinas 10. You'll get 10% off. Also, if you don't want to do that, go to our social medias and you there'll be a link for you to just click on and go and buy them. So we're making that easy. It's very, it's a very simple process. Yeah. And wait, like where, where's Be the Difference going to be? Be the Difference is going to be at Pops in Foster. No. Ooh. <laughs> Pops in Forest City. <laughs> Represent. Yes. <laughs> Not Foster City. Can you tell that we work with children in foster care? (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Forest City, North Carolina. Mm -hmm. Hometown. Um, And then, so who's going to be there? Mac Powell, girl. Mac Powell, former lead singer of Third Day. He is, his voice is just crazy good. Mm. He is like, if you listen to 106.9, if you listen to K-Love, you hear him multiple times a day. He's awesome. I love that. I'm Mm. excited. We also have Brendan Heath. Oh, coming what? back hey. he's been at be the difference before he's really awesome and we have joyful sound from ngu your yes. alma mater represent again yes. this is just hometowns colliding love 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 we love tigerville too amen well cool that's so much fun i'm very excited about that mm-hmm. that is gonna be a great time for people to get involved in the foster care world absolutely and be entertained and enjoy mm-hmm. fellowship oh i'm excited love it, i'm love excited it. abby what's coming up this summer Oh, it's Bridge Camp. Woo! I'm so excited for Bridge Camp. Bridge Camp is um, where I fell all in love with Lisa these Carolinas. Mm-hmm. It's my very favorite event. Um, and for us to 
have that mm-hmm. and for it to be successful, we need some more volunteers. And yeah, that good. is my wheelhouse. And I need you. I specifically need you guys who want to be male counselors. Mm-hmm. We definitely, definitely need you. Um, all you have to be is one year removed from high school. So finished year of college, finished year of work, whatever it may be. So it's usually like 19. Mm-hmm. So one year out of high school, we're going to we're gonna take you. We want your applications in. Um, that can also be found. We have social media posts about mm-hmm. that. Um, they can also go to our website, lotcarolinas.com. Go to the volunteer page and you'll find it. It's Ooh. all about camp. Mm-hmm. Um, so very, very, very excited for that. Yes. Those kids need need more people to be at camp. Mm-hmm. So if you are willing to work and be at camp and show the love of the Lord, mm-hmm. we need you. We, we want you. We yes. want you. So do that. Do that soon. Mm-hmm. So we can get that ball rolling. Amen. Then last but not least, what do we have? I think this needs to be a joint. It does. Okay. So we have the fall foster care. <laughs> That was really good, Ab. That was really good. Let's do it one more time. Okay. We're going to say the whole name. We're going to do it. Okay. Fall, Fall Foster, Foster Care, Care Symposium. I'm so excited. Yay. I'm so excited. That is going to be October 21st. Yes. The location is TBD, to be determined. Mm-hmm. So, but please keep a watch on social media and this podcast. Yes. And you're going to find more information out about the symposium. That was a helpful time, wasn't it? It was such a good event. We had the best time. We had breakfast. We played games. But we also, we learned a lot. And it was very informative. It was just very interesting. It was really an awesome event. Good. I'm so excited for it. So, so excited. Okay. Well, do you have anything else? Other than I love you, Ab. Nothing else. Mads, I love you too. Nothing else. Okay. Well, that was News Alert. And we are so excited to to continue to hear Michaela speak and Mm -hmm. share her story she's so brave i love her i miss her she's the bomb has the cutest babies you ever see she does michaela we love you all right well without further ado it's the podcast foster carolinas yeah all right so we're back with michaela telling her story of when she was in foster care and we're if you haven't listened to the first two episodes uh, you just need to go listen. So yeah. they're not very long, but you need to go listen to those to catch you up on this episode, which we're going to be talking about. Um, so you had been moved um, from your very first placement, Mama B, who was so sweet, but she yes. had bone cancer. And yes. so she, you had to go live somewhere else. Yes. And you were taken to a placement. Um, and it's a placement that was not kind. Yeah. They um, yeah. wouldn't let you have food, and she said something about your biological mom, and you retaliated, yeah. as any 13-year-old girl would do. Right, and it wasn't that she wouldn't let us have food. It was she had a calorie thing, and, like, you could only get so many calories, and then if you were good, you could get more calories. It was really weird, really awful, and this was a teacher. And so I do remember that because of her you know, occupation and because of who she was and because of what her, what her husband did. Um, I was a foster kid. Nobody believed, nobody believed me. Mm. Um, so it was like, Oh, here goes Michaela again, telling her stories about, you know, someone's not feeding her. And I'm just like, I've, I've like, cause I have told them this on multiple occasions with her that she was doing this and they would be like, you know, well, they have to you know, give you moderation because they buy the food and we only give them a stipend. And, you know, I guess they do. I was a very skinny, very skinny 
lanky girl. So it wasn't that I was, you know, like I am now. No. You're just hungry. Uh, <laughs> but I was a hungry. And then you were hangry, I which was. explains why you hauled yes. off and hit her. I would have done the same thing. I hauled off and hit her because at the time I was, I was hangry. Um, at the time, I was also very frustrated and angry and defensive of my biological parents. So yeah, that's one thing that people don't understand is it doesn't really matter what your biological mom has done. You still love your mama. Yeah. Yeah. And so, yeah, b bad move, foster parent. Don't say anything bad about your the bio parents because you know the truth and yeah. you know how awful it's been. But that child doesn't understand that and they're going to defend their bio parent yeah. to the nth degree yes and just a little cut in um with being on that topic I don't think I started to understand what my biological parents had done until I was in my my adult years you when don't I was 20 21 like I, that's when I really started to process like this is my biological parents doing you know yeah. like Obviously, I had been aware of that being in foster care, but I didn't have time mm -hmm. to process it until I was in my 20s. So you're so, 13 and now we're looking for another home. Yes. So how does this work out home. this time? Did um, you get to, first of all, did you get to take stuff from this foster home? Did you get to pack a bag? Uh, I had, yeah, I had a trash bag. You mean yeah, you, I stayed in the same trash bag. The yeah. same trash bag. Mm -hmm. Okay. So you gather all your items on a tra in a trash yes. bag. Yes. And where do we go from here? And, um, I do want to say that that was no fault of Mama B's. I don't think that she expected me to move again. So she just didn't have, you know, she just didn't go buy me a bag. Some foster parents, even if they have good intentions, are still not aware of some of those things that can be traumatic for foster right, kids. Right, right. So um, basically, okay, so after I left this home. Um, well, let me just go ahead and throw that out there for all foster parents listening. If you have a child that's carrying their belongings in a black trash bag, they don't like that. Okay. That's why we do bags of hope here. They, it makes them feel like trash yeah. if they have to carry around their stuff well, in trash not, bags. It's not even just that they don't like it. It's that in, it causes trauma in the later years. And also it causes uh, you to have no type of value for material things, which yes, you should not be materialistic ever in your life. But you feel like you can't buy yourself things that are of good quality. I still have that problem now today as being 24. Um, sometimes I still wear, like most of the time you'll see me in leggings or baggy stuff. You know, you've seen me a lot um, because I have no, even though I want to dress nice, I still have that inner problem or that inner post-traumatic stress of I'm not, I don't, I'm not worth valuable things. Um, so I have to rewire my brain still at 24 that, and my husband does too, like you deserve nice things. So, um, it causes more trauma than just carrying a trash bag. It causes, I'm not, I'm not worth this, you know? So, and then also on top of that, your things get thrown away when you're in care because people don't look inside these trash bags. They think it's trash. Um, so thank you for what you do, Susanna. I really well. You're welcome. <laughs> um, just side note: um, our bag of hope program um, was thought out very carefully because we, I was a foster mom, and um, we went when we talked to social workers and foster kids about what they wanted and what they needed, children in foster care, and what's so great about our well, what I love about our bags um, is that they're very specific 
to that child. So if we got a request for Michaela to get a bag of hope, then your foster mom or whoever you're living with is going to tell us your favorite color. They're going to tell us what you like. Do you like to wear leggings? Do you like to wear jeggings? Like, what do you like? Um, and then we're also going to put um, an item of comfort, a blanket, a teddy bear, something like that. Um, and so then we embroider the first name on a really big black duffel bag. Mm-hmm. And um, we give that to you guys because we know that, well, first of all, it has your name on it. So mm-hmm. chances of a foster parent holding on to a bag that has somebody else's name on it slim. But then wherever you move, because we know foster parents move a lot, mm-hmm. um, you have a bag that belongs to you and yeah. only you. Yeah. And so um, I just hate, I hate it when people, uh, the black trash bags just tear me up. Like nobody should have to carry their stuff mm-hmm. in a black trash yes. bag. And, and it would cause, it would cause a, a ripple effect of like everywhere I went, they have to buy me a new toothbrush and shampoo and conditioner because I had none of that stuff um, because most of the time it was either transferred in a black trash bag. And when I'm packing my bags to go to the next place, I'm not thinking about my shampoo and conditioner or my toothbrush. So it's very different right. when you have a bag with your name on it and you feel like this is kind of home. Yeah, I can bring my stuff back. I can put it in this bag and I have this bag for wherever I go. So that's, you know, that's very valuable, um, especially when you're in the foster care system. So Again, thank you for what you do. You're welcome. Because it's You're so welcome. impactful and powerful, and it's going to prevent a lot of trauma for these kids that you serve in the community. And just if anybody wants to donate and to help a kid get a bag of help, you can go to our website, lotcarolinas.com, and support us in what we do. Um, we want to make sure that every kid in foster care has a bag of hope and not just, um, you know, just a few of you. Yes. We want to make sure everybody gets yes. one. Okay. So back to the story. <laughs> um, so you go to social services and what's our next move? So after, um, no, so this is when I'm 13. Hit, I hit my foster parent. Um, so I was being moved. Um, so this is when I was put on basically a, like I told you, because of her occupation um, mm-hmm. and who she was and who her husband was, I was chalked up to a bat, to being a bad kid. Okay. Um, so now I'm on a list. A list is what I like to call it. Um, and they're pending a placement for me to go that's leveled. Um, what does that mean? Nobody knows what leveled means. Okay, so when you're in foster care, if you're chalked up to be a bad kid, <laughs> which I think is so awful, uh, especially experiencing what you have to experience from start to, you know, current, Um I don't think any kid in foster care should be chalked up to being a bad kid. I think it just comes down to therapy. But when you're chalked up to that and a foster parent has described you as that, you're at risk to being leveled. And when you go to being leveled, that means that you have to basically work your way up to freedom. And it's so sickening to even say, like, just looking back, thinking about it. But So you're leveled into a therapeutic you either go into a therapeutic or you go to a group home that is leveled so for me um I think I had some people that were kind of working in my favor at DSS and they didn't directly send me to a leveled but I was on that list um so when they got a call that there was opening I was most likely going um so at this point they're sending me to respite places and this is where a lot of my placements came in 
um, was after this place because, of course, foster parents asked, well, why was she moved from the last place? Well, her and the foster parent got into a physical altercation. That right there is no, 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 no. That tells everybody I don't want her. So basically, they would agree to have me for a certain period of time. They would say, okay, well, we can have her for a week or we can have her for two weeks. Thanks for joining us today for Foster Carolinas. Were you inspired by something you heard today? Well, we want to encourage you to make the next step, whatever that is. Everyone can do something for children in foster care. If you're not sure where to start, go to our website at www.lotcarolinas.com and see what you can do.